Hebrews 11, verse 37b. They went about in skins of sheep and goats, destitute, afflicted, mistreated. 2 Kings chapter 1, verses 1 through 8. After the death of Ahab, Moab rebelled against Israel. Now, Ahaziah fell through the lattice in his upper chamber in Samaria, and he lay sick. So he sent messengers telling them, Go inquire of Baalzebub, the god of Ekron, whether I should recover from this sickness. But the angel of the Lord said to Elijah, the Tishbite, Arise, go and meet the messengers of the king of Samaria, and say to them, Is it because there is no god in Israel that you're going to inquire of Baalzebub, the god of Ekron? Now therefore, thus says the Lord, You shall not come down from the bed which you've gone up, but you will surely die. So Elijah went. The messengers returned to the king, and he said to them, Why have you returned? And they said to him, There came a man to us to meet us. He, he said, Go back to the king who sent you, and say to him, Thus says the Lord, Yahweh, Is it because there is no God in Israel that you are sending to inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Therefore you shall not come down from the bed in which you have gone up, but you shall surely die. He said to them, What kind of man was he? Came to you and meet you and told you these things? They answered, He wore a garment of hair with a belt of leather around his waist. And he said, It is Elijah, the Tishbite. Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord and make straight his paths. Now, John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan were going to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wonder if we'll see any um, people wearing the um, animal hair and <laughs> leather belts today at church. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, obviously we're we're reflecting on this idea of faith from Hebrews 11. And I just, you know, we've got um a couple more days here. I think we got two more days. And you know, I I am just really grateful for this study. It 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 has been slow. Uh it has been grindy. Um but it actually is really fun to do this. Yeah, it's um, been really refreshing for me. Like not just refreshing in a, you know, emotional sense, but it's been good to like brush up on all these, you know, some like really famous biblical stories and some deep cut stories. Yeah, I love that, um, you know, here you have Elijah um, and the authority he has to talk to the king. I mean, I think the thing that we're supposed to take, I mean, some of those in faith, they went around wearing the skins of sheep and goats, right? That's the that's kind of the line of faith. Um, they were afflicted. They were mistreated. They were poor. Um, they certainly weren't impressing by their, you know, suit. I'm trying to think of the, there's this famous suit shop right in like 
the, the heart of Buckhead. Uh, um, I can't remember it now, but I went in there one day mm-hmm. and uh, I put on just because I wanted to, yeah, you yeah. know, like a $10,000 suit or something. <laughs> And so you're one of those preachers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just, I just was like, and this was like when we first moved over here to plant the church. I mean, we had like yeah, zero yeah. money Yeah, yeah. and I just kind of just like, but I walked in there as confident as I could, yeah. you know, tried on the suit. We've all, I mean, Jen and I have gone and looked at houses where it's like, we know we can't afford this. Right. Why not just yeah, yeah, yeah. throw and, a dog a bone. And so yeah. I, uh, but I was like, what am I supposed to be feeling here? Uh, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. what's so great about this suit? And, you know, he was like, well, can't you feel it in the shoulders? I was like, oh yeah, I do. I feel yeah. it in the shoulders. But anyway, the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, I think a lot of times we think, man, we're going to go talk to the king today. We have this important meeting. Uh, we better put on our best. Um, and then here's Elijah going to speak to the messengers of the king, to go and give this very important word to the king, to basically say, you're going out to go and talk to this other God, but you should just fear the God. He's going out as a messenger of God, as a prophet of God. And he and he's he's wearing nothing. He's wearing this this animal fur. And then, of course, you know, we're supposed to see this new Elijah, this John the Baptist, mm-hmm. um, who comes, of course, as the one that announces the kingdom of Jesus. Yeah, and so it, it's it it truly is this like great example of the foolish things of the world that the Lord is using to shame the wise. Um, I, I love these stories, and and just I love that we're kind of thinking about them both together. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean. Whenever Elijah comes up, I'm reminded of James 5, uh, 517, which I've heard Francis Chan say before that this is like his favorite verse in the Bible. But James 517, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. And this is these are the closing remarks of James, which is you know a really right, right, yeah. strong and potent book and epistle of scripture, and I love he he points to Elijah who you know he Elijah is a huge huge figurehead in the biblical narrative you know like the people think that Jesus is Elijah right right and, and so like this is no small you know comparison. And he said, Elijah w- was a man with, he, he was like us. And so whenever we read these stories where, you know, Elijah with a stony face just like rises up to a king and, and speaks in faith to him. Because he, because he's so confident in God. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. He, it is not this like just deep self-confidence. No, it's not that at all. That it can't God, be. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, if yeah. he was going, the, the shop is Guffy's. If he was, <laughs> if he was going to Guffy's and getting the $10,000 suit and going up to these guys, like I've done that. I mean, I've done that. I mean, I'll just be honest. Like when I appeal to people, um, you know, like when I'm writing a letter of plea to like a really important, like I never like say like Jason D's PhD, but if I'm like writing a letter of like real importance, yeah, yeah, I like put Jason D's PhD. Like I'll put like as much fleshy strength on there <laughs> as I possibly can. Yeah, or yeah. if I'm going to important me like that, I wear my best suit. I mean, I I, I just do this because I'm a human living in this age, and so that is actually it's so encouraging to be like what what no, like flesh has no confidence, flesh has no strength, like. There's no flesh ever mm-hmm. that has uh, 
made it not rain for three and a half years. Yeah. Um, exactly. No, it's only it, that's only the Lord. And exactly. and, and if my Amen. confidence is in flesh, my ability is ridiculously limited. Um, as we were saying yesterday, I could like literally step outside right now. I could leave this recording and go get hit by a truck and die. Um, mm-hmm. And if my confidence is in flesh, I am ridiculously limited. If my confidence in the Lord, I'm ridiculously unlimited. And man, what a great reminder. Yeah. And, you know, also just a great reminder that the the spirit, you know, Christ promises his, his disciples that when they're going to meet persecution, when they're put on trial, don't be anxious about what they will say, because in that moment, the spirit will meet their need. And so I think it's easy to read Hebrews 11, you, you know, and just be like, I, I couldn't be flogged without flinching for right, right. for faith. And, you know, I couldn't go about in the skins of animals and, and live destitute for the Lord. And if that is a discouragement that crops up, then Christ has already met that encouragement or met that discouragement with the promise that, that we will be given daily bread mm-hmm. every day Amen. that we live in faith. So good. For Will Carlisle, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.